This post reads, On Tuesday, my wife took the dog for a walk around the neighborhood, and when she came home an hour later, I could tell that someone had given her a test ride. She won't tell me who it was. Mm. You probably haven't really walked that dog in a year. That dog getting chunky. <laughs> Just be chilling in his, her mistress's living room. Pissed off. Waiting for her owner to finish. <laughs> Like, I wish I could speak English so I could tell them you. <laughs> There's no location on here. We don't know the location. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> it says, who fucked my wife? Question mark. Ask a neighbor. That's what the title is. Yeah. Who fucked my wife? Hey, man, got my attention. Same. This is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinadu Unaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. But we don't stop there. Man, where else do we check? Refrigerators. Uh, uh, Twitter. The back of stoves. I check uh, armpits. I check, uh, you know, when the ocean, when you find those bottles? Yes. And you find little messages in them? Yep. Yep. I'm like, you I'm check checking those? there just in case. You never know. Yep. We check it everywhere. This is your last chance to enter the Ohio Lottery's Fun Turns 50 promotion. Score $3,500 and two tickets to the epic party at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you could win part of another $400,000 in cash prizes. Enter the new 50th anniversary scratch-off or $50 worth of eligible non-winning $5 or $10 scratch-offs and my lotto rewards through the Ohio Lottery app. Hurry up. The last entry deadline is May 13th. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. This episode is brought to you by Intuit, the technology platform that brings financial confidence with products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. You might have learned the recorder in school, but probably not how to navigate the financial world. Luckily, Intuit's on a mission to help with the free Intuit for Education program. It provides students with the lessons to learn essential skills, like how to build credit, file taxes, and budget. Check out their free resources at intuit.com education. This guy, I don't know if maybe he's just insecure and paranoid. What if she really just went to take the dog for a walk and, you know. Well, it sounds like she came clean. I don't think she came clean. I think he's assuming this. And also the fact that he's calling it a test ride is interesting. (laughs) He didn't spell out fucked. He put a lot of uh, symbols. He did. So, yeah, he's a very, you could tell he's a very polite man. And maybe that's her beef. Like, you won't curse, man. Your dirty talk is trash. Yeah, so I'm going to go get that D somewhere else. I'm going to get that dirty talk somewhere else. You're not edgy enough for me. Exactly. You're You're not grimy enough for me. Did you know we do like the bad boys? Yeah. He's like, how you like that, young lady? She's like, stop. Just stop it, Johnny. He's like, he won't even curse. He's just like, when he drops something, he's just like, sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Glucose. Oh, my bad. Son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit. Son of a loaf. (laughs) She's like, such a square. She's like, just choke me every once in a while. He's like, I could never. (laughs) You're my wife. I love you. (laughs) 
I would never do that to my wife. Chinadu. So your girl, if she went and took the dog for a walk yeah. at a time when that was not, you know, normal, would you be suspicious? And if she stayed out no. for an hour? Not suspicious at all. Because you trust her. Because I can't control it. <laughs> well, all right. That's a good way to look at it, too. I'm about yeah. to lose sleep over stuff I can't control. Listen, man. But, but would you be suspicious? Well, you, I'm too tired to be suspicious. <laughs> Suspicion takes energy. Suspicion <laughs> is a young man's game. That's a young man's game. <laughs> suspicion Look, is when you're in your 20s. If I find out, I find out. All right? I don't got time for suspicion. will kill you. You hear me? <laughs> that thing will kill you. You ever seen a man just die? And no one knows why? It was, it was, it was suspicious. suspicious. This man died of suspicious, man. That shit will give you a tuba. You got to let that stuff go. Focus on your locusts. <laughs> Focus on your locust. That's the message for today. So let's jump into our first segment where we discuss what's going on in our neighborhood. Candace, what was going on in your neighborhood this week? So, yeah, this one is silly, but, you know, my neighborhood. There's never any violence. But this one caught my eye because I've experienced this. And someone wrote, Flying roach. I was scared out of my mind at this large roach, about two inches, running in my tub, and then it flew. <laughs> it reminded me of a time living in Kauai, and I haven't seen flying roaches here at all. Does anyone else have these? If so, what company did you use to spray? This is not a bug I want around! Exclamation point. Yuck. 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 So she's asking for um, bug spray advice. Yeah, and, and also just like, I don't think this bug needs a particular exterminator. Like they oh, they yeah. cover all of them, right? Like this is not like a roach or a roach that's, you know, resistant to Terminix. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that company will kill all the pests. Do you know how easy it is to kill a roach? So many things kill roaches. I suffocated a roach with a pillow. I choked him out. I just, <laughs> I just put my hands around his little neck. I just put the pillow in the roach. What the fuck? I caught him sleeping. I put a pillow about the roach's face. I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes got all big. <laughs> you going to show up when I have a date over? <laughs> That's what you going to do to you me? You grimy motherfucker. The way I treated you? <laughs> left you snacks? <laughs> Take this pillow to the face, roach. Killed him. Mob style. So in my neighborhood, you know, I was really hoping this season no one was getting in fights or stabbed in food restaurants. Wishful thinking, Chinadu. It's too much to ask. The post reads, woman assaulted at KFC. And some of the comments read, it's a bad day when you get punched over fried chicken. <gasps> and you know, I haven't been to KFC in years. You shouldn't. I don't know. If they punching people over, ch that chicken got to be delicious. I mean, it may not have even been over chicken. Could have been a biscuit. They have numerous side dishes. Baked beans. Do. I'm a big fan of baked beans. They got beans. greens there. Don't they have like string beans or something? I don't know their sides. I haven't been there in years. I'm just saying, we don't know if it's about chicken. The dark meat or the light meat. Do you right. think it was that? Do you think it was dark versus light? I don't think it was that deep. <laughs> 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 are you more of a... Are you a dark meat or a light meat? I'm a meat. You don't care. You I don't, don't discriminate. Care. I don't discriminate. Hey, mix it, mix it, mix it together. Do a little twizzle action. Tie the beats together. Surprise me. 
you know, I don't eat meat anymore. But I was a light meat. But I was a light meat back in my day. I was, yeah. yeah. I never liked the dark meat. I don't, even, I don't even know if I take time to look at the color. <laughs> I was like, is it meat? Is it meat? I said, I don't care. What's all this details, brother? Is it chicken? <laughs> they got time to look at the shade? Is it chicken? This is just another way to divide us. This is another way to divide. <laughs> look. I'm about unity in my poultry. I don't think I ever looked at it. I just bite. All they ever stared at the shade. It's a very Chinadu answer. I don't care. I'm the MOK of chicken eaters. <laughs> Is it meat? One day the all chickens can come together. The dog, the light meat. Can be grizzled. On the stove. Grizzled? Without being separate by bacon strips. I... Right. One day we will fry our light meat and dark meat in the Don't same. Don't do MLK like that. In the same. Don't you dare pan. do MLK like that. <laughs> Doing his voice talking about chicken. That's that's what we're not gonna do on nosy neighbors. Why? <laughs> it's so fun. Another comment read: They don't allow anyone inside that location anymore, and it's at least a thirty-minute wait for a drive-through. Because of that fight? No. Oh. It's a prime target for homeless <laughs> and criminals to assault or steal belongings in cars. So I'm guessing it moves too slow. So they're saying, look, man, if you make anybody wait for 30 minutes, shit going to pop it's off. It's going to go down. And that's 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 low-key a good theory. I mean, yeah, I can understand that. Somebody else commented, that KFC is a battleground. So sad. I go there at night a lot, and the people working are always freaked out because of someone doing crazy shit outside. The cops don't even respond. No, I'm not responding to KFC to disturbance. KFC riffraff. I'm not doing that, bro. They don't pay me enough for that. And nevertheless, man, please stop fighting at KFC. Enough is enough. Take and, that to Popeyes. Yeah, take that shit to the Waffle House where it belongs, man. KFC is a sanctuary. Next up, we have Neighborhood Watch. And this is where Chinadu and I, we dive a little bit deeper into the apps to find the best local stories. Mm, how deep do we dive? <sighs> I'm running out of things to dig into. Chinadu. Are you kidding me? Pudding? <laughs> I dive Are you running out? Bread pudding? I dive pretty deep into that. We dive quicksand deep. I'm pretty sure we used that one before. Uh, middle of the earth. The core. We, we've definitely done that one before. We said the core? Yes. I'll never say that word in my life. <laughs> Not even when you're talking about the your earth's abs? core. What about your abs core? That's, that's a good point. Exactly. We dive abdominal deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this post reads, Florida man bit off part of his friend's ear during a Key West hotel brawl. James Williams was on vacation at the hotel with three friends, a man and two women, if that matters, when they got into a fight while returning to the hotel. The fight started when one of the women passed out and Williams decided to place her in a maintenance wheelbarrow. You heard that right. Authorities said... As Williams was transporting her into the hotel room, which probably means he was rolling her down the hallway, he started <laughs> pouring beer on her and assaulting her. Williams then pushed the male victim and his friend to the ground and began choking him. The male victim stated that Williams bit part of his ear off while others were trying to separate them. Williams was hit with multiple battery charges. Well, there's a lot to unpack here, guys. <laughs> Where do we begin? Man, okay, let's start with the wheelbarrow. Yes. 
So I'm guessing this woman was so drunk, he put her in a wheelbarrow because she was too heavy to carry. Makes sense. I'm with him on that. Okay. I mean, that just seems... I'm with you. He's ahead. So far, he has done nothing wrong. Let's continue. (laughs) Now, what would take a man from wanting to help his friend by putting her in a wheelbarrow and rolling her to her hotel room to pouring beer and assaulting her? This is what may have happened. Yes. She was too heavy, Mm. possibly too heavy to carry it, you know, himself. So he put her in a wheelbarrow. So... Could she potentially have been offended by that by saying, what do you mean I'm too heavy to carry? Why, you have to put me in a wheelbarrow. I'm a lady. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I remember she passed out. So uh, yeah, I don't know. If she's passed out, I don't know why then he would pour stuff on her head. I think he hurt his back. And he was just mad at her and he had to take it out on her? he warned her before she even started drinking. Carol, please (laughs) do not drink that much tonight. And she said, Damn it, James, I won't. I don't know why I gave her that voice. It's fitting. Very Wilbur-like voice. So he did not, she did not heed his advice, you think? And he, she got drunk and then he, and then he, well, he didn't even mind. He's a good friend. But then he hurt his back while rolling her. And he said, damn it. Someone's got to pay for this. Doesn't stop there. The other friend tries to stop him from pouring beer on her. And that's when he begins to choke his male friend and then proceeds to Mike Tyson, his ear. To me, you can't do that. You know, after Mike Tyson's already yeah. done it. He was the goat. So you got to bite a different body you part. You got to bite a different body part. The no nose, one has bit an eyelid chin, yet. Exactly. The cheek. Yeah. The nipple. I've been waiting for... People bite nipples all the time. But I don't not know off. where you've been. Not off. That's a good point. Wow. That's what I'm saying. There's a comment under this post that read that I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. His handle was, Is this all there is? This guy's a deep thinker. He wrote, I live in Key West. It gets a little cray-cray sometimes. Come on vacation and leave on probation. And what a tagline for a city. That's what it says on the license plates. (laughs) Come on vacation, leave on probation. What a tagline for a city. very Florida. Now, that's a good vacation if you ask me. You don't leave with warrants. You didn't party. You ain't do it right. (laughs) The next post reads, protesters glued to desk. This happened in Midtown Manhattan at 30 Rockefeller Plaza, a.k.a. 30 Rock. The only comment found was police advised that four protesters glued themselves to a desk. Now, I didn't want to leave it there because I have a feeling there was more to it. And I found some more information. OK, now these activists, they went topless with signs reading, tell the naked truth about climate crisis. And across their chests were the words pollution, violence, Floods. They marched to ROC and glued themselves to a desk to demand that NBC tell the truth about this climate emergency. It was about three women and one man, and they had okay. their chest out, and the words pollution, violence, and floods written across of them. Now, do you think titties and glue can end climate change? This is a serious question. It's a serious question. I mean, titties are healing, so. Yes. Glue is, uh, brings people together. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Titties and glue. Titties That's and all glue. you need. That's all you need, man. <laughs> all right, the next post reads, Michigan man builds a poop wall after a dispute with his neighbor. This happened in Lodi Township. Wayne 
Lambarth, the neighbor, claims a 250-foot wall of manure was erected following a property line dispute he had with a fellow farm owner. Aside from serving as a physical divider, Lambarth and his tenants told Fox 2 the manure wall comes with a powerful stench. You don't say. <laughs> the property owner responded to the dispute saying, it's a compost fence. And officials from the area have said nothing can be done since the wall sits on private property. Wow. It's a bunch of horse shit, if you ask me. <laughs> Do you understand how tall feet? 200 feet is? Of poop? You know how pissed you are to pass 100 feet of poop? <laughs> we like that. Higher. <laughs> this More motherfucker is going to learn Bring today. it in. Just Back it up. Boop. 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 Of course, it's like, I can't shit no more, man. <laughs> I got nothing left. I got nothing left, man. That's all I got. I need more. More. What would you do if your neighbor put up a fence of poop? Well, what I do, I ask to talk to him about it, and then I would bump him into it. I'll push him into it face first. And then I'll run into him like the rock that's stone cold when he's mm-hmm. on the ropes mm-hmm. to really get his head stuck in there. Mm-hmm. And then I'll push the other side of the dirt and I'll just bury him alive in the poop. You'd bury him in his own poop? Vertically. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody see Landmark? Cops knocking my door. Last time I seen him, he was, what was he doing? Uh, I think he was working on that wall over there. (laughs) That's the last time I saw Sir, you smell like shit. Well, Well. so do you, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) There's a giant wall. There's a 250-foot wall of shit. I teach him a lesson. I'll bury him in his own poop ball. What would you do? I'm a very pleasant neighbor, Chinadu. I couldn't imagine pissing anybody off that bad. (laughs) That they have to poop. Put poop in between us. That's a lot of anger, for real, though. That's what I'm saying. Because at 50 feet, you'd be like, all right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I can understand 50 feet of poop. Exactly. If it's you, like, okay, cool. My message is clear. Yeah, you're like, okay. I think I'm good. (laughs) This thing is about four times my height. I can stop now. This is a lot of energy. He was like, nah, man. Fuck that shit. We ain't done, dog. Well, I hope these people can come together and work it out, man, because it ain't worth it. It's not worth it, man. You don't have to go to this length or height <laughs> of <laughs> anger, of, man. Of poop? Yeah, man. It's I don't know why people are so against talking things out these days. It's a lot easier. Saves a lot of time. And you won't walk away smelling like shit. I feel like this was deeper. You know, we're just scratching the surface here. We don't oh, necessarily... Oh, this is just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have a whole poop compound, I feel like, by the end of this. This might be generational. Yeah. This beef might go... It could be. It could be like the Capulets and the Montagues. I was just about to say that. I yeah. just can't remember the names. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet yep. uh, ancestors. Yeah. Yeah. It goes way back. I'm telling you. It's going to take... There's, there's more here. It's going to take their kids following love <laughs> for that dying. Poop, for that poop to come down. With love, man. You take it down with love. <laughs> Up next, we have our phone a friend segment. This is where Chin and I have one of our close friends come on and they tell a neighborhood story. 
and it's going to entertain all of you. And today I'm very excited for our guest, who Chinadu and I have known for so many years. She is so delightful, so hilarious. You have seen her on the first season of Tiffany Haddish Presents Day Ready on Netflix. You've seen her on Pause with Sam J on HBO Max. And she's got a special of her own called Fighting Words that will be airing on HBO Max as well. Put your virtual hands together for the hilarious Ida Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good intro. That's how we do it. Good We're professional only. here, Ida. I don't know what you've heard. Uh, I need to record that and take that with me on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Ida, thank you for joining us. Let us know what, uh, what story you got for us today. All right. Well, I guess in this case, I would be the nosy neighbor. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. I guess I'll take it back to uh, when I was married. My ex-husband, who was a former NFL player, mm-hmm. and the rookies they usually stay at this uh, in this condo place, and so a lot of people uh, live there before the team decides if you're going to be on the, on the playing roster, if they're going to be on the team. And so, you know, we all kind of like lived in this place. I really didn't mesh well with the wives on the team because I wasn't a wife yet, Mm. Uh, but I was a mom to his kids. So it was a different reality of of where I stood in this hierarchy Mm -hmm. because I was kind of like a wife, but I used to kick it with the girlfriends and the girlfriends were interesting. And um, there was one girlfriend and she was bananas. But we were walking into the complex and um, she was sitting in the courtyard, teary eyed, you know, crying. And and I I was like, I can't just I need to know what's going on with her. I was like, I can't do her like this. Like, I don't you know, I'm sorry. I just can't do this to her. So I, I, uh, I invited her into my place and I'm like, yo, what's going on? You good? So she goes, you have no idea. Um, I think that, you know, he's cheating on me. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, this is this is what I was warned about to stay away from. <laughs> you know, I was like, girl, you know, we all think they cheating on us. They football players. This is what they do. I was just trying to skirt around the whole thing. And she was like, no, I have evidence. And I was like, my nosy ass couldn't have. I was like, evidence? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. This might be helpful for me in my own life Mm-mm. I was like show me to this said evidence yeah, yeah, yeah. so she 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 was like come with me so I go with her to the apartment her her guy's apartment and uh, she you know she's like I follow her up to the room she reaches for the hamper and for a minute I thought it was a trash can and I was like oh snap she found a condom right and, and you know I'm like it's about to go down no, she go. This is a hamper. These are dirty clothes. She pulls out his underwear, oh, no. and she said that she saw an erection imprint. And based on what? that, she decided that he had cheated on her. What? Yes, yeah, she looked like Angela Bassett and waiting to exhale when she was sitting at the mirror, and she was like, "He had to be a white woman." And he was like, "Did you feel better?" And she was like. Remember that scene? Yes, of that course. Was, <laughs> her, this is what she looked like in that moment. She, her eyes were swollen. I was like, girl, you know men get erections all the time. They think about sex. Like you, she was like, no, this is not that type of erection. This is the erection that led to sex. And I, I, I was like, mm. I thought I was crazy. You know, yeah. I was sitting there like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to unpack here. 
<laughs> but then my ex comes back and I'm I'm running down the stairs going home. Like I I was like, we we locking the doors like this girl is like certified. We can't you know, he's like, I told you, you know. So I go home and then we hear the argument. Mm. She had presented the evidence to me before him. And oh. <laughs> you know, I I was he was like, What oh oh was like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. I'm right. they over there. Like I was like, I'm not telling this story. He comes back, um, and then he starts knocking on our door and he's like, Yo, and I was like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm upstairs, like, I don't want no, no parts of that. <laughs> so I'm yelling from upstairs. He he was like, I need you to come get your girl. She physically assaulted him. Oh, no. She pulled out a knife. Oh, no. It, yes. Over a dick and, print? An alleged right. dick print? A cheating dick yes. print. Are you listening? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he, um, he drove her to the airport, put her on the airplane and sent her home. Huh. And like was, that, that night. That same night. That's a gentleman right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no one's seen her since. I never saw her again. So it was the dick print. Was it boxers or briefs? It was the tidy whities The tight, oh, the tidy whities So there's just a little they bit give more. It away every time. Yeah, a little more stretchy than usual. Now, mm-hmm. my question is how did the dick print make it from when she found out until? When her boo got home, did she freeze the underwear to to get the dick the, print mold? To hold the print. Yeah, to hold the print. Because <laughs> dick print don't last that long. Get the flakes after about an hour. It'll... She had it held up. She had it, it held like, up. It was like uh, over the, the hamper. Mm-hmm. And look, she had looked through the whole house. Like she checked the cabinet mm. in the kitchen. She checked the drawers. She had checked everything. Oh, looking for yeah. what? Just evidence of anything? Evidence. Yeah. Evidence. I knew that that there was something wrong, and I was like, I know this girl has trauma. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. But when he told us about the her, she pulled out the knife. Um, she hit him with a plunger. Like she Ooh, went. No, not that dirty. Yeah, I rather you hit me with a, a knife. steel pipe. <laughs> the plunger yeah, is we were, we were just like, oh man, that's so sad. Like when she said it to me, you know, I thought she was joking because I was like, you playing right? Like where where's the <laughs> The, the liquid, where's the, the fluids? Like, where, yeah, where where's is the that DNA test? Right? right, you said you had evidence. Yeah, I ain't seen no black light or nothing. <laughs> Yo, I, that was one time, and then for the rest of the, the, the season, it was like, I told you to mind your business. Yeah. That, you know, I told you to mind your business. No, that man over there thinking, you guys, you complicit in this. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> now he's not passing me the ball. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like she's a woman that was cheated on by him before, probably. Or by somebody. By somebody. Not even necessarily him. No, it wasn't. She was new. She was new. He was really into her. Yeah, she was new. And she came out the gate checking for evidence. And I'm like, you two knew. Like, you you got to time to get rid of what was before you because you two knew. And yeah, it was was one of the most (laughs) bizarre. I really wish I would have just went in my house and closed my door and left her crying in the courtyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's that's unfortunate. Because then you you know you extend yourself trying to be a good Samaritan, right? Mm. Trying to like, oh, trying if to that was me, neighbor. I would want somebody to ask me yeah, what facts. was wrong, right? Because I'm crying in happens. public on purpose. I want somebody. You want to, so you want attention? Yeah, right. I would have been in my room. There's plenty of space in my condo. Yeah, <laughs> but I chose a courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. And now Ida hasn't asked anybody, how are you right. since? <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> well, uh, I will say, if the young lady that we're talking about, if she's listening, call in. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know if you Please. found <laughs> you found any other suspicious draws. <laughs> and the sad part about it, she was probably right. You know, like, she yeah. probably was right. She probably was, but she just had weak evidence. Yeah. Like, you got to come, mm-hmm. you got to come with something stronger than that. You can't take that to Judge Judy. Yeah, you need video okay. or above. I hope she's in a in a better place. <laughs> Not <laughs> dead, <too>. but <laughs> physically, physically and emotionally and mentally in a better place. Ida, so question for you. That was fantastic. We do have another segment called our Karen of the Week. Would you want to stick around and riff with us for that segment? We'd love to have you. Sure. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Nothing like a Karen. Okay, so we will be right back with our Karen of the Week award right after this. This episode is brought to you by Tinder. You matched, chatted, vibe checked. Now it's time to meet IRL. So what's stopping you? Tinder is making dating safer and easier with their excellent safety features. Like Share My Date, the best way to let your friends know your plans. While Moonlight allows you to discreetly call emergency services. And Are You Sure will prompt people to think twice before sending a potentially harmful message. Explore all of the possibilities for yourself. It starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. And we're back with Karen of the Week. Now, in this segment, this is when we address when someone is being a Karen. Okay, now, a Karen is someone that's caught being an R word. That could be racist, raggedy. Rude. uh, Rabunctious. Ravaged. Ravaged? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we've we've run out of our words. We've run out of our words. <laughs> we've used all of them for these this intro. <laughs> but you get the point. This post reads: A woman asks a passenger to stop being black on a Spirit Airlines flight after she asks her child to stop kicking her seat. The video starts off with the white woman arguing with the black woman seated in the row ahead of her. My kid was sitting here playing a game. The woman is heard saying while pointing her cell phone at the black woman in an attempt to film her. You sound stupid, someone has heard saying. The victim's friend seated in the adjoining row and filming the woman then called out the white woman over her racist remark. What does being black have anything to do with this? One of the black women is then heard saying. The white woman responds by drawing the analogy that her child can't stop moving just like they can't stop being black. It's the same thing. They're both involuntary. <laughs> she says... Before the passenger, <laughs> before the passenger asks her to just stop talking. <laughs> that's that's some good advice. Yeah. Just stop talking. Yeah, I think I think she was just trying to get like a that was just a, a, an attempt to save. <laughs> she was drowning, and that's the best she could come up with. Right, she could have come up with a better example. Yeah, she should have just said, "Hey, man, look, I was trying to hurt some villains. Sorry, right? 
that's what that's what it came down to. I'm not a professional feeling herder, and something racist slipped out. All right, I'm sorry. I understand what she was trying to do. I understand that she was trying to make a, a comparison by saying something else is involuntary, like a kid kicking. You can't really stop a kid yeah, exactly. from being a kid. Mm-hmm. But it was just, you know, especially in this climate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad, it's bad timing. And she was trying to say, and you as a black person can't help but make a scene. And both are false. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Although I do love making scenes. I'm not going <laughs> to. There's nobody who enjoys a good confrontation more than a Karen. That is true. You know, that's like, that is that's true. the one who follows the lady at the barbecue or the one that is, is trying to tear down the little kid's lemonade stand. That's what Karen's have been doing across the world. Yeah, uh, they got that on lock. Yep. 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 100 percent. Well, I, I wanted to ask you because you have you have kids and I know they're grown now. But like, what was it like flying with kids when they're mm-hmm. like two years old and trying to like control them and get them to sit still? Well, you know, I mean, some of us are, you know, very savvy with the Benadryl. Um, so we know how to handle the situation. There's a right dose of it that is not harmful. But um, I had a man tell me one time when it, my baby was uh, six months old, crying because of the, the ears on the airplane. And he told me that she he was like, shut that kid up. Mm-mm. And I was like, would you like for me to open open the window and throw her out? I was like, the, exe- the exit? I'm going to throw her out? Okay, yeah. I, well, how would you like for me to do it? It's one thing if like, okay, the child is kicking my seat. Um, and then I hear the mother say, hey, stop it, Johnny. And right. then Johnny doesn't stop. Obviously, Johnny's a butt. Right. And the mom doesn't have control of Johnny. And she's not going to get control of Johnny on this damn plane. So me complaining about it is really not. Right. Now, I could try. I'll right. try. I'll look at Johnny. Johnny. Hey, you better see your mama. But you, you, know, you can't do it, which I've done before is I've said something and then the parent will switch with the kid. Mm. But I always think when somebody says something like black, it's like like Austin Powers with the mole, 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 mole. He couldn't help but to say mole. I yes. think they got black on their mind. For sure. And they're like thinking black, black, blickety black, black, mm-hmm. black, black, black. Mm-hmm. And saying something racist, the worst place to say something racist is on a plane because, man. You can't go nowhere. Oh, you're stuck. Hopefully the plane just <laughs> landed. You only got 30 minutes left. But, but boy, if it's been there, how they awkward is that? took off. Oh, man. Imagine going to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> we like to ask our guests to, to rate our Karens on a scale of one to ten, ask the managers how many would you give this Karen on a scale of one to ten? Uh, she'll get a five. She she was mild with hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I think she's about about a five. Um, she did use the word black. She could have said something else. Uh, <laughs> her kid, the N word. Yeah, look, <laughs> look. Spirit Airlines is a very stressful airline. <laughs> It's obviously mm-hmm. just a misunderstanding. I think she was upset that the woman, she felt probably overreacted. And, like, obviously, I have to, you only have to fly with this kid. I have to live with this monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's just, you know, she just let it out in a very wrong way. So I think a five is a fair score. What about you, Kim? Yeah, I'm going to stay with five as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that child is a child of a Karen, which means he is a Skyler. And, you know, Ooh. they're not the only thing worse than a Karen is a Skyler. Is a Skyler. Facts, man. It's like Karen. It's like karma for Karens when they have a Skyler. <laughs> yep. He's like, yeah, hey, man, this is what you get. This is what you did to us. This is what you did to the world. Hmm. And now Skyler is here to hunt you. 
<laughs> Until- Don't make her life hell. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ida, for coming on, man. Really appreciate you. you. And what's your uh, social media so people can find you on there? So it's at Funny A-I-D-A on Instagram and Twitter. And then Facebook is Ida, A-I-D-A dot Rodriguez. Yep. Make sure you guys watch your special Fighting Words coming out on HBO Max. Bye, Ida. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. Love Bye. Bye. This next segment is my favorite segment. Okay? This is when me and Candace put on our most comfortable sweater and we just, we get cozy because this is the won't you be my neighbor section. I love it. You know I love it. Our listeners know that I love it because sometimes it can be a little negative with all the posts. There's a lot of drama. You know, people just like posting bad things. And I think that we could use a little levity with some positivity. 100%. I think um, it's important to realize that most of the people in the world are actually rooting for you. This post reads, a group of students built a special wheelchair stroller so a new dad could take his son for a walk. I'm sorry, I need a, I need a tissue. Go ahead, Ken. 37-year-old Jeremy King has impaired mobility following an operation to remove a brain tumor in 2017. His wife, Chelsea, a teacher at Bullet School in Maryland, recruited the help of her students who designed the Wee Stroll, a child seat which attaches to a wheelchair. The school team 3D printed all the parts required and even borrowed a wheelchair from the school nurse as a prototype. Jeremy said, it was a very emotional experience because I never thought I'll be able to do something safely like taking a walk with my child. This is just amazing. It's another beautiful story um, and also a brilliant invention. Yeah, and I'm, I'm shout out to the teacher for trusting her students who aren't carpenters. <laughs> they're not. They're not carpenters. I mean, look, I took a woods class when I was like in seventh grade. Did you ever have to take like a, what do they call Like a trade class like that? Like metals or woods? Um, I took a cooking class. I did take a wood class. Uh-huh. And maybe like, I think ninth or eighth grade. Yeah, I took one and by no means were we ready to, to build, build a... something that would carry a human. <laughs> exactly. And I would put a baby in it. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. I would not have trusted my students to do that. Also, our teacher, this sounds like a cliche, but our woods teacher was missing a finger. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, guys, go ahead, grab your butt saw. And then, how'd you lose your feet? We were like, um, (laughs) sir? But look, nevertheless, um, they came together and they completed it. It said, that also said, Jeremy said, it has allowed me to experience things I could not have been able to do before having the Weistro. It allows us as a family to have more freedom of movement. This is really, this is, this is just dope. This is a dope story all around. So that was Won't You Be My Neighbor. If you guys have stories of your own, hit the link in our bios at Chinadu and Knock on IG, Chinadu Comedy on Twitter, and at Joe Spike Kansas on both. That way we can get your story on the air so we can learn from the craziness that's going on in your local town. Send them. Quickly. Dickly. Did you say dickly? (laughs) Quickly, dickly. All right. What did you learn this episode? I learned that, like, I I really was a slacker in school, I guess, because mm-hmm. I never would have come up with a 
wheelchair stroller. Like, to not just a slacker, but also, I guess, I could have helped people more. <laughs> like, I look back, I think about, like, the stuff I did as a kid, and I'm like, the excuses. Well, I was a kid. I didn't know any better. I'm like, look at these kids. Building new inventions. Yeah, changing lives. What was I doing? Facts. Nothing. Nothing. Just being stupid. Playing with metal and wood class. <laughs> metal and wood class. <laughs> Which class? I guess that's why I got a D. Microwaving food. I <laughs> feel like that's the wrong material, Candace. You in Woods class. Exactly. You microwaving food and Where cooking class. Where you get that nickel from? <laughs> <laughs> Never focused on the right things. I learned a lot today, too. If a, if somebody is takes an hour to walk a dog. Thumbs up. Hey, man, you already know what it is. Just they, pack your bags. They up to no good. They up to no good. I didn't realize... Woman get dogs just to chill. They sniff you. It's like she comes home with a dog. I, I didn't know that's why y'all love pets. It all makes sense. I like why do women love dogs so much? Well, because at any moment they could go <laughs> take their little puppy for a walk. It's not about that dog. It's, it's not about, about the dog D. at all. It's about the other day. <laughs> any woman I date get turtles. <laughs> you can't walk you them. Get pet turtles. That turtle only needs half a uh, sidewalk (laughs) to get a good workout. (laughs) Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Chinna Duwanaka. And me, Candace Thompson. Is a Spotify original podcast. We exactly produce the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Tierra Darnell. Matthew Cilelli edits the show. Kalinga Stryberg does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Dalbeck. And special thanks to Robert Aller, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Kelly Cow. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. Mm-hmm.